Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Castor. Here as always is my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how you doing? Getting ready for week four. Well, Adam, that was some Thursday night game last night, huh? Um, well, no comment. I thought we were releasing this on Thursday. Thursday oh, we are morning. releasing this on Thursday. Shit. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Love to see it. Good times. Good times. Um, I'm good. I'm good. You know, just kind of going through the ebbs and flows here. Week four. That. Ready, ready to talk about it. Ready to see who is going to be fantastic this week and who is going to disappoint them. and break our hearts. As per usual. As per usual, yes. The more things change, the more they say the same. Correct. Okay, so um, as far as like news and notes, there really isn't much other than um, AJ Brown is going to be week to week with that hamstring injury, which is not great. No, no, and not good at all. I think that uh, Ian Rapport actually said uh, earlier that the Titans might not be with Julio Jones either. Uh, that is the word on the street. Yes. Which, and by street you mean Twitter? Yeah, which would really, really suck for the common considering they're playing the Jets, and would really, really suck for anybody that was hoping to stream Ryan Tannehill. Yep, it would. But you know, Ryan Tannehill threw three touchdowns, and none of them were to Julio Jones or AJ Brown. So I guess maybe it'll work. Well, you know what that might mean. A gazillion carries for Derek Henry. Which is good for the go for the co-on. And when I say a gazillion, I mean a gazillion. I didn't even car- know that a gazillion was a thing until just now. An amount of carries that will be so large, you would think that Arthur Smith pulled a Bobby Petrino and resigned as Falcons head coach and went back to the Titans. Bingo, bango, bungo. Yes. Yeah. By the way, fuck Bobby Petrino for no, for no reason. Love Bobby Well, for Petrino. a lot of reasons, actually. Love Bobby Petrino. Great guy. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I enjoy him. He's a horrible human being. Well, that's disgraceful. Is it? I'm trying to attack someone's character. I believe in second chances, Adam. Well, that's great. But Bobby Petrino has fucked up more, more than twice. Even third and fourth chances, Adam. <laughs> He's a horrible scum coach. That is that disgusting. And a horrible scum human being. Wow. Anything else you'd like to say about Bobby Petrino today? I don't know. He can eat shit. Wow. Normally I'm the spiteful, vengeful. He never did anything borderline indecent one. He never did anything to me personally or any teams that root for. He could have fooled me. But he's just a terrible person. Could have fooled me. With all of his quitting on teams early after signing multi-year contracts without telling anybody, extramarital affairs, motorcycle accidents, just being really shitty as a head coach. I don't know how shitty of a head coach uh... – Lying he through is, his teeth got, all the time. 
Yes. I mean, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't fault you for feeling the way that you do about Bobby Petrino, but for me, he's a great guy. He's a great guy, and he, he's he's a great meme. He's a great meme. Bobby Petrino in the neck brace is a fantastic meme. I mean, yeah, it's a great meme, but he's not a whatever. We're not talking about the merits or lack thereof of Bobby Petrino because he has he could. None. He, could. he has none. He has none. But we're going to talk about uh, our top quarterbacks for this week and every other position for that matter. Yeah, that's kind of what we do. That is what we do. That's what we do. I'll tell you what, though. You want to talk about good quarterback play for uh, this week's games. I mean, Justin Herbert, after what he did against Kansas City, if he plays this week, which I mean, he's going to play. He's going to play. He's just questionable. That's why I said that. No concerns. Yep. No concerns. We're just waiting. We're just waiting on an official injury report for Justin Herbert to be to be fully cleared. But uh, his matchup against the Raiders is actually pretty solid, especially on Monday night. Little Monday Monday night magic. Little Monday night delight. Yep. Yep. Love it. I mean, there's there's a spot where I was. I was strongly, strongly, I, I still am. I'm strongly considering picking up Derek Carr and having Derek Carr, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs in one spot or Kenyon Drake or Peyton Barber, whoever the fuck it's going to be there. And then in the other spot, which is the Cologne, having Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. But, but, guess who's going up against Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen this week? Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake and Peyton Barber. Not that league, no. Not that oh. league. Different league. Different league. Really? But I am just generally, generally in a spot. I am going up against a team that has the Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen stack. Basically, you know, which is exactly what we have in the game. In the uh, come on, I have that same thing, actually. In uh, in our league, I'm going up against Matt. Actually, oh, yeah, him. Yeah. Fuck is that guy? He has Julio Jones. He's the only. And Justin Tucker, actually. Well, we don't have Justin Tucker. No, but I'm just saying in general. But he he has uh, he has Julio Jones. It was a lot worse last week. Well, yeah, last week was terrible when I was going against Tom Brady in every fucking league possible. <laughs> or you had Tom Brady. Yeah, or I had him. Tom Brady the, factored the, in every single one of your matchups. The spots I didn't have Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, I had him. But the good news, the good news is that I won't have to face Tom Brady when he goes up against the Patriots. That is fantastic news. Yeah. I think I would have rather taken the bullet, have Tom Brady, you know, full send it against Brady last week to avoid having to full send it and face him this week. Because Tom Brady may actually pulverize the Patriots. I, I, I am fearful for the safety of the New England Patriots this week. Because something just tells me that Tampa Bay is going to want to show Bill Belichick, like, yo, look what we got. Your boy. And this is going to have Tom Brady throwing all over the yard. I do not want to listen to Sports Talk Radio. I Actually, no, I do want to listen to Sports Talk Radio after that game. The Monday after that game, I want to listen to it so bad. Oh, it's going to be must listen to. 
I can't wait. Just even even like in the build up, the anticipation for it, like gimme, gimme more. Where, where where's Brittany Britt? Where you where, where you need her? I don't know. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> that make yeah. you feel slightly uncomfortable? Um, not as much as it used to. It's Brittany, bitch. Oh, now it does. There it is. It's back. <laughs> like that one, huh? No. No, I do not. Would I do it again? No. Um, let's see. Any other quarterbacks that you think are good starts this week? I mean, I haven't given any. <laughs> well, I gave one. Yeah, before we went into the uh, the tangent. Um, As well, we what usually else is do. New? What else is new? Tangents. Um, I mean, I want to get, I want to give like outside the box ones. Kirk Cousins. I mean, we talk about Kirk Cousins every week. But he, yeah. We talk about Kirk Cousins every week. I love him endlessly. Um, Joe Burrow, if you, if you're needing a stream against Jacksonville, because now that um, CJ Henderson is no longer in Jacksonville, God's name, do they have playing corner? I don't know. Is Trey Herndon available? Is that is that a, is that a name of oh, a player Richard, that's on the team? Richard Sherman was available. Now yeah, he's I not. Think, I don't think Richard Sherman was going to want to spend the waning years of it, the waning year of his career playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Second that motion. Um, hmm. I mean, uh, if it's Andy Dalton, if it's Andy Dalton against Detroit, maybe because the matchup's good. I wouldn't want to do it. I, oh, it, that, just, yeah, ugly, ugly. I know it's going to be so bad. Yeah, horrific, terrible. I, you know, I could, I could even see Baker against Minnesota. I, I think that game just has high scoring and points on it as well so yeah uh, baker against minnesota could be could be a good start and i'll I'll give you one more uh aaron Rodgers taking on the steelers at home the steelers have just looked they've looked awful how how they beat the bills in week one is a fucking disgrace i know is a fucking disgrace they look Horrible. I mean, I mean, horrible. Yeah. Granted, it's only been three weeks, but like still. Adam, do you know what the Green Bay Packers might actually do to the Steelers on Sunday? Well, considering what they did to an actually good defense with San Francisco, I'm not looking forward to it. it, it this might be ugly. This might be ugly. And this is before we even watch Tom Brady back in New England. So it could be the second most ugly thing we see on Sunday. Well, you know, the last time the Packers played the Steelers, Aaron Rodgers was it had a broken collarbone. That's true. That was the one of the many Brett Hundley games, and that was on Sunday night too. That was that was not good. This is true, and this is a Super Bowl rematch too. Yes. Wait a minute. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. The I was Jer- like, yeah. the Jerry I- World Super Bowl. I remember 
the one where the Jets were a goal line stand away of getting their revenge against the Packers. Correct. After that nine nothing debacle at MetLife well, Stadium. It's actually the only, believe it or not, I mean, I don't know if you've heard this. It's actually the only season in NFL history where there were two Super Bowls played in the same year because the Jets oh, won their Super it. Bowl in Foxborough. Stop it. It's true. It's true. Shut up. It's true. No, it's not. It's not the true. Jets were, the Jets were on the golf course for three quarters against the Steelers. Yeah, that was not a fun. That was that was not good. No. Also, one more. One more that I will give. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Could you have Taylor at least Heineke, warned Taylor Heineke, our, Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke. Could you have at least warned my listeners before you destroy their eardrums? <laughs> my listeners. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Oh. Have fun doing your show. Yeah, not so fun when you're being on the other side of that, is it? Sorry, I can't, I can't hear you. Can't no, hear you. no, you can't. Can't hear you. You're, yeah, Taylor Heineke. You're doing your show. You're, you're, okay, you're doing your show. Let's do it. Taylor Heineke's a great start going up against Atlanta. I mean, Daniel Jones didn't do great, but that's Daniel Jones. Uh, the football team has, has a great offense, and the Falcons just don't have a good defense. So, Taylor Heineke, great start. I'm not going to murder your eardrums like Bird did. But, uh, yeah, Taylor Heineke, good start. Very, very good start. Uh, another start that I like is Jacoby Brissett going up against Indianapolis, the Jacoby Brissett revenge game. Sweet, sweet revengeance for Jacoby Brissett and the Miami Dolphins. And the Colts defense has just kind of regressed uh, this past year, like these past couple of weeks. So I think uh, Jacoby Brissett is a good start there. And honestly, if you're really, 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 really looking for somebody, um, I think that Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, is another solid start against Baltimore. Just need the game script to be in his favor. Yes. Oh, look who's back. I'll go back into my silence again. I mean, probably the longest time I've ever shut my mouth in this podcast <laughs> history. Anyway, let's move on to running backs, shall we? If you'd like to, I mean, this is your podcast, so I mean, it's your call. Was I this was I this vindictive when you did the my, when you said my listeners? I have no comment on the matter. Okay, just saying. No comment on the matter. Um, speaking of that Bears game that you were talking about earlier, um, that game is going to be an absolute shit show. I think it's going to be great game script wise for DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. I pray to God. I pray to God. I mean, I, I do have. I do have DeAndre Swift as a top eight play this week. I mean, I, it's hard, really hard not to just love DeAndre Swift, love the pass catching that he gets. You would like to see it, I think, a bit more with his overall ground game, but in full PPR with the receptions, I mean, he's just he's a madman. He'll make up for it. Yeah, he'll make, he'll make up for it. Uh, had the touchdown last week, which is a good uh, good thing for him. And, uh, yeah, love DeAndre Swift. Yep, he has two total touchdowns so far, which is good. Yeah, I believe it was one receiving and uh, one rushing. Correct. Um, also, 
Logan Paulson fan club trade target Antonio Gibson is a good start this week. Yeah, yeah, Antonio Gibson against the uh, the Falcons. Anybody against the Falcons is a great start. So, I mean, Heineke, Gibson, McLaurin. We'll talk about him. I'm sure Logan Thomas. All great starts against uh, against Atlanta. And I, I just want to point this out too. Um, I know we mentioned this uh, yesterday or Tuesday, whatever the hell day we recorded, recorded it was Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Um, yes, it was Tuesday. When we talked about um, potential buy lows, Jonathan Taylor, I think, is a great one. Now that it is confirmed that the Colts and Marlon Mack are looking for a mutual solution to his future that they are looking to uh, part ways. Great news for Jonathan Taylor that he won't be really competing with another body for carries. I think that's good for him. And I would recommend if you possibly can try and get him on a buy low. I did make an offer for Jonathan Taylor in a couple spots and they were all turned down, unfortunately, but see if you have better luck than I do in, in, in your leagues. Okay. That's good. That's a good point. I did. I, that kind of slipped my mind. So good of you for mentioning that. I mean, what but, can, what can I say? I, I'm just a radio professional. I'm good at what I do. Um, and one, one more thing that I do, that I do want to point out, cause we did have some questions about, about him and uh, we'll, there were multiple questions actually that were in the mailbag. And I decided that I'm just going to answer the questions right now. So that way we save them and we can get to other questions when Jake and I record. Uh, we're actually recording that tonight, Thursday, and then that'll be out on Saturday. But uh, Chuba Hubbard going up against Dallas. For me, I have him ranked as a RB2. I have him as a top 20 play. I, I want to see it from him first because, like I said, I'm not entirely convinced that Chuba Hubbard is – you know, a thing, but in terms of situation, in terms of volume that he is going to get, yeah, Chuba Hubbard is, is viable. There was, there was one league that the most expensive that I saw Chuba Hubbard go for, I saw him, I saw him go for $95 in 200, uh, $200 leagues, but that was to a team. Like I said, on Tuesday, that was for a team that was 0-3. So they put $95 on the table for Chuba Hubbard. In the co-own, he went for $60. To the team that has Christian McCaffrey. Oh, well, that they, makes sense. They fucked up not drafting Chuba Hubbard. That That's was correct. that was the big fuck up. I don't know why they let that go. But that was to the team that had uh that that did have CMC. So that's got long-term value there. Um, let's see. Who else? Who else is uh, I, I can give you a, a, a deep, a deep ish cut, deep sleeper, a deep sleeper, um, a really deep sleeper. And this really depends on what his overall, what the guy in front of him is looking like someone that could be a good stash play if. Uh, Darrell Henderson does not play Jake Funk of the Los Angeles Rams. That's a good, I, I would pick him up. I would stash him. That's a name. More of a pass catcher for me than Tony Michelle is. So Jake Funk could be, could be one. 
and then another stash in deeper. In He's deeper not even leagues. owned in a full percentage point of leagues. He's a deep cut. I told you 0.8% and of leagues An even deeper cut, which is one that, which is one that is used a little bit. I think is good and may, might be good in deep PPR leagues. Kyle use Yeah. He scored that, that key touchdown on Sunday night. Exactly. Exactly. So he could, he could be a, a, a little play there. And the richest fullback in NFL history. Richest fullback in NFL history. Yes. And one more thing. This is for anybody that's going up against Josh Jacobs. Pick up Peyton Barber. Block your opponent. Pick up Peyton Barber. So that way if Josh Jacobs for some reason doesn't play, you have Peyton Barber on your bench. So that way the guy who has Josh Jacobs, odds are they're picking up Larry Roundtree or they're picking up Justin Jackson or they're picking up Josh Kelly or whomever else. Protect yourself. But, but yes. honestly, but honestly, between you, me, and the hole in the wall, if your opponent is smart, they're going to put Josh Jacobs or whomever in the flex. So that way, if Josh Jacobs doesn't play, they can pick up a receiver. Yes. I mean, that makes the most sense. If they're smart. But you never know. Um, also, I think, you know, James Conner had the two rushing touchdowns. He did. Last year or last week. But, I mean, do you think he's worth a start? This week? Uh, nope. Against the Rams? Nope. Okay. You think, I mean, me. you think, you think the Cardinals are going to be passing all the time? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that that's just, that's a game that has a lot of points potentially. I don't love the, uh, the matchup for James Conner going up against that Rams defensive line and that just screams, uh, a lot of points. So, yeah, not, not one for me, not one for me. But if people pick the James Conner because the two touchdown performance. I I understand it. It really just says to be that whomever starts against Jacksonville is a top, should be a top five running back. So forgive Joe me Mixon. for not ranking James Conner as top five running back last week. Joe Mixon is a top three running back for me this week. Okay. Speaking of that Thursday night game, um, do you like James Robinson? You know he had a bounce back performance uh, last week. Um, James Robinson's a top fifteen guy. Top 15 guy. So he's a, uh, he's probably a high end RB2. All right, cool. Anybody else? Well, hold on. Yeah. We didn't sure. talk about on the waiver show, we didn't talk about the Falcons. We didn't talk about that running back mess. No, no, we did not talk about that running back mess. Um, yeah, it's a disaster. It's a flat out fucking disaster. And Mike Davis is not the pass catching guy, it's Cordero Patterson. So in PPR, in PPR leagues, where the Falcons suck. Cordero Patterson has more value right now than Mike Davis. Who do I have higher in my ranks? Mike Davis. Who would I rather play? Cordero Patterson. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, with the Falcons, it's like, yeah, Mike Davis is better for you when the Falcons want to run the ball, but when do the Falcons want to run the ball? Uh, never. Never. They never. They never want to run the ball. Um, Adam, what did I, what did I say to you, to our listeners early on, early on about Mike Davis? He's not as good as everybody thinks he is. Classic round four bust. Classic. Yes. Classic. And here we are. Here we are. We're, we're in the spot. 
All right. So for the receivers, um, Cooper Cup's the guy, it seems like they have this great connection. He has this great connection with Matt Stafford. As much as you don't like to hear it, because you have Robert Woods in a lot of places, it seems like Cooper Cup is is the guy. Oh, he's and, the guy. No, he's definitely the guy. Robert Woods, Robert Woods is busy having kids, trying to start a family. And there's Matt Stafford just feeding Cooper Cup. Oh, is he like uh, Jordan Matthews? Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford is looking at Deshaun Jackson before he's looking at Robert Woods. I mean, I don't. <sighs> I'm surprised Deshaun Jackson. Goff. I'm, I'm surprised Deshaun Jackson didn't get 50,000 taunting penalties for all the touchdowns that he scored against the Buccaneers. I don't know if I said this. I don't know if I said this on here. I, I think I did. But Deshaun Jackson has never scored a touchdown in his career where he's just walked in a straight line to the end zone. No, no, it's always backwards. Always. I thought that was a taunting penalty, but no, I, I thought so too. I thought, I thought the guy was going to run down the tunnel and uh, go take a little lap around SoFi stadium. I mean, shit, but no, apparently just screaming in a general direction is more of a taunting penalty than running backwards into the end zone. Correct. You think that after Deshaun Watson or Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, excuse me, Deshaun Watson. Think- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Him. him. Right. No, fuck, fuck him. You think after Deshaun Jackson fumbled basically on the one yard line doing a premature celebration, he would have it would have taught him to be more careful with the ball. To learn his lesson? Yes. Yeah. He would think. And on on prime time, in prime time, no less, against the Cowboys. Yeah. Yep. You would you would have thought, but here we are. Here we are. Yes. But also fuck Deshaun Jackson. He's anti-Semitic. It's true. He is. True. He is. Disgraceful character. Disgraceful character. Um, all right. Who do we, who do we like this week, Adam? Who do we like? Besides Cooper Cup? Well, we said Terry McLaurin. Yes. I we, said, said we, Terry said McLaurin. Ma- we said McLaurin, Terry McLaurin without saying Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Yeah. Terry McLaurin. Yes. Uh, Jamar Chase. Yes. If you're if you're a believer that he's going to score again tonight, he scored in three straight games. Uh, I would say probably the most likely touchdown is coming tonight against Jacksonville via a Joe Burrow 35 yard touchdown where Jamar Chase is running around along the sideline. Mike Evans, I think, is a is a good start against the Patriots. I personally think Mike Evans is going to score. So. Mike Evans is the guy there. I think Antonio Antonio Brown Brown revenge game. I think Antonio Brown's going to have like five touchdowns in this game. Antonio Brown revenge game. So I think, you know, the Miami guys are definitely worth looking at as well. Yeah. But Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett is the, is the, is is the partial problem there. He's kind of like, he's he's not a bad quarterback. I didn't say he was a bad quarterback. It's just, you said he's part. He's a potential problem there, or a partial problem there. He's a partial problem. Yeah, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. That's my, that's my whole thing. And I, I do want to give, uh, to my listeners, my listeners, my listeners, our listeners, our listeners, a really, I, I think for me, a really, really good start this week. And this is a, a deeper cut. He's a top 40 play for me this week. 
Emmanuel Sanders going up against the Texans I was gonna in say Buffalo. Yeah. It could be a good one. Emmanuel Sanders has been on a bit of a hot streak as of late. He has. He has. And I think same could be said for Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs. I think that's a great matchup for um, what team they play for? Buffalo. <laughs> All right. Yeah. For Buffalo. For Buffalo. Right. That, that Against guys. the Texans. The Bills, Bills Mafia. Guys. Yeah. Bills Actually, Mafia. The, the Austin Bills. Soon to be Austin Bills. True. True. You hate to True. see it. I mean, unbelievable Buffalo. Fuck, fuck the Pagulas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fuck them. And maybe we're going to turn the, uh, the Sabres into uh, into the Quebec Sabres. Now, that would be a move that I would support. That would, actually, that would be pretty sick. Move yeah, the Sabres to, to even, Quebec. Not even, get the, not even the Sabres. Get rid of the fucking Sabres. Fuck them. Just turn back into the Nordiques. Contract the Sabres and then expand to Quebec. And become the Nordiques. Reject Buffalo. Embrace Canada. Yes. A hundred percent. Who needs Buffalo? Just kidding. We love our listeners from Buffalo. Great people. Great people. Um, do we have any more? I would say, I mean, there, there, there were some people actually that said Jacoby Myers was widely available on their waiver wires. I don't have him in the top 30 play this week, but a top 35 and in, in a game script that could be really good for Jacoby Myers, where they might be throwing the ball a substantial amount. Yeah. Jacoby Myers, I think, could, could return a nice value. Don't know if he scores, but he could return a nice value. Yes. Here's what you got to do. You got to move the Sabres to Quebec and then switch them with Columbus. So then every division has a Canadian team. Because the Metropolitan Division is the only division that does not have a Canadian team. True. Truth. Take the take the Columbus Blue Jackets, swap divisions with them, and you take the Quebec Nordiques and you put them in the Metropolitan Division. It's a genius uh, idea, Adam. Yeah. Genius idea. Ingenious. And then you get the, the Quebec and the Rangers matchup, and it's like a revenge for that playoff game where the Nordiques thought they got jobbed, but they really didn't. True. True. It's a good yeah. shout. That's a very good shout. Um was that ninety three? Was that ninety four? Or 93? 93. Yeah. 93. Adam, are there any guys this week that you are looking to fade? Oh, well, this is, yeah. Guys that you're looking to fade. Um, I mean, Robert Woods, until proven otherwise. Fair. For one thing. Um, A lot of these guys, I don't know if it's fade or just put on a little probation <laughs> Jesus ultra super secret probation where it's like you know you're lower in the lineup or maybe you're not in the lineup if I can help it until you can prove to me that you're good again true you know probation has a there's a weird connotation but it's it's the same it's basically what it is um juju would be one of those guys for me i think yeah maybe maybe you could even make a case for any steelers pass catcher that's not named Najee harris that will not get 19 targets in a game 
Yeah. I think that people are going to be lower on Allen Robinson as well, just because the Bears, you know, the Bears actually have the worst offense. They're averaging 90 pass yards per game. You know how crazy uh, that yeah. is? Yeah, they are diabolical. I mean, it says something when Allen Robinson has not had more than 36 receiving yards in a game this year. Um, people aren't, I think Calvin Ridley is probably one of those guys too. If you can help it. That's a, that's a bold one just because of the price that people paid for, for Ridley. Like maybe you got away with paying a third round pick for Robinson, but Ridley, you were probably paying mid second round price and you're going to bench him against Washington where there should be points. There should be points that are, that are scored in that game. Well, maybe it's probation, I guess, in the sense that if you don't perform this week, it's also it's you're benched until you perform better. Or if you don't perform this week, then you might be benched. Would you say that for DeAndre Hopkins then? Because Hopkins has two things against him. Number one, he's got the poor performance. And number two, he is the Jalen Ramsey experience. The Jalen Ramsey experience? Yes. Well, I think that for Hopkins, he had a he had a poor showing against Jacksonville, but honestly, all of the Cardinals receivers had a poor showing against Jacksonville because Kyler Murray had a poor showing against Jacksonville. It was a horrific display offensively. Horrific. But uh, the thing is, with Hopkins, he's done well in the other two games that he played this season against Tennessee and Minnesota, where he had 26.3 fantasy points and – 15.4 fantasy points in full point PPR. I agree with you, Adam. I'm not, I'm not worried about Hopkins. I mean, he's a, he's a top, he's a top 12 play for me. Uh, I do have him ranked a little bit lower just because he is going up against Jalen Ramsey, but is he someone that you're going to bench? No, not from, not for me, not for me anyway. Um, another guy that I think people should be fading is I hate to say this. I really, really do hate to say this but it's Mr. Anderson. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's one that that's one you absolutely have to wait on, but Robbie Anderson does have pretty good history against the Cowboys. Yeah. Fun, fun stuff. Yeah. Fun times. Fuck that. Look at, look at where we are now. If only Uh, for one week, fun times for one week. Exactly. Yeah. Robbie Anderson is one that you are, uh, you're, you're fading. It's okay. But, Chidobi Awuzie isn't on the Cowboys anymore. True, he's not. He's not. We have we got our boy Trayvon Diggs, the best Diggs in the National Football League. Don't get it confused. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Really? No. Absolutely. His brother can kick rocks. If Stefan Diggs and Trayvon Diggs went up against each other in a game. Oh. Do they both play the Cowboys this year? No. No, they don't. No. It's another, I think it's another two years. No, well, they, the 17th game is like a rotating schedule. No, I know. I'm saying we don't, we don't play the AFC East again for two more years. No, but this year you play one team. Oh, you're playing New England. We play the Patriots. Play the Patriots. That's your AFC East game. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's right. You go to New England. Patriots and Foxborough. (laughs) A game that I might be going to actually. I'm not going to remind you about what happened last time the page, the Cowboys went into Foxborough. 
Oh, I remember. Wet, rainy. Drops. Pointless night. Drops. Lots of them. It was the night that Jason Garrett basically signed his death certificate. Some would say he had done that about eight years prior, but Jerry Jones just ignored it. Or maybe that was the game against the Eagles. Who knows? There were a lot of things that Jerry, that Jason Garrett signed his death warrant on. And the funny thing is, which game against the Eagles? I hear you ask. True. (laughs) Several. Several. Over over several years. Anyway. Yes. Um, Kenny here's, Galladay. Here's one more before we move on to um, to the tight ends. One more well, that I, I was going to ask. I was gonna mention Kenny Galladay as a guy. Oh, who, who we were so face. close. We were so close to my ranks. So separated by one spot for the guy I want to talk about. But go ahead. Go ahead, Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Um, it seems like he like just now came into – well, honestly, like he on the couple of plays that I saw of the Giant game, he got some big runs, but it really only translated to – 10.4 fantasy points, and that was his season high because he had 10.4 in week one, and that's about it. I don't think Kenny Galladay is good at this point. Um, I disagree just because of the injuries now the Giants are facing at the receiver and tight end positions. So, that is true. So he may be forced into a pretty substantial role by default. Yes. So whether I mean, or not you like Galladay or not, he could be a volume play in PPR at the very least. But yeah, he's he's not a top 40 play for me. I am uh, I'm fading Galladay if I can. Yeah, you know who's on that? man, John Ross is on the Giants. Yeah, he is. first round bust. Yeah, he is. Yeah, they signed into a multi-year contract as well. That's fascinating. But to uh, uh, to return punts. And uh, my guy that I want to talk about before we talk about the tight ends. Uh, Brandon Ayuk or Adam, you could be comfortable starting Ayuk. Am I going to be comfortable starting Ayuk? Um, I think we talked about this on one Monday and I said, do it again. You did. So my statement, my statement still stands. Mine does as well. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. I'm in a bit of a situation because I, I'm kind of, I'm thinking about either starting Ayuk or Jalen Rieger. And my do it again feelings are a bit wonky at this point. Because I, I don't know if I should be starting Ayuk or Jalen Rieger, who has really only had one good week. For me, that's Ayuk. But it did also just pick up Christian Kirk after a weird situation. For me, that's still Ayuk, but it's closer. If only this was a two-receiver league, it would be so much easier. Well, this is why it's three. Yeah. If only the two receivers I drafted weren't on the IR at this point in Michael Gallup and Curtis Samuel. You know what you should be doing, Adam? You should be going and you should be picking up my tight end nice. Drew Sample. Drew Sample? Yes. That is Who does the, he play for? The Cincinnati Bengals. He's the he's the tight end nice on uh, Fantasy Pros. Is he even the starting I had to have, tight end? I had to have a look. 
it's CJ Uzama who's the starting tight end for the Bengals. I know, I know, but the tight end nice on fantasy pros is Drew Sample. CJ Uzama, he of no catches on one target last week against Pittsburgh. That's a big yikes. That's a big, 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 big yikes. Big yikes, big yikes. But uh, yeah, pick up, pick up Drew Sample. Great guy. Great guy. All right. Uh, tight ends? Yes. Here's a guy, somebody that you mentioned that we mentioned on the waiver show, Tommy Tremble of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, what did I say? Another tight end scored against Dallas. I just picked the wrong one. Yeah. Well, Zach Ertz scored against Dallas. So. Yeah, I, I just picked the wrong fucking one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dallas has given up tight end uh, touchdowns to tight ends in two of the first three weeks. Should be three of three if Jared Cook scored, but <laughs> everyone all salty. Cowboys got a call. Wow. Like we haven't been screwed by the NFL before. Fuck you. Um, yeah. I mean, Tommy Tremble could be, I think he's more of a DFS play than, than I would really be trusting him in season long. But if you want to go take that gamble and you want to really, really impress me by the size of your ball sack. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's fantasy football is all about gambling. If fantasy football is all about gambling. Yes. But I would go on record and say, if, if you, if someone sends me, I, I'm, Dead serious. If I'm afraid of where you're going with this. Me a screenshot of their lineup on Sunday where I could see Tommy Tremble locked into their lineup on Monday. I will come on and I will say so and so has the biggest balls I know. As long as that's the only thing you're sending us a picture of. Oh, ah, oh, oh, well, honestly, knowing you, I did. I, that's why I thought you were going with this. No, send no. us a picture of your fancy lineup along with. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. Well, good. I'm happy that you didn't go. I'm happy that you didn't go there. The last thing I ever want to see is another male's appendage. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for You're this. Welcome. Just you be you'll be like Randy Marsh in that episode of South Park with the giant balls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yes. Just dragging them around. Just just hopping them around, hopping on them like you're on a like a on a space. What is that called? A space hopper? Space hopper, yes. <laughs> it's a funny episode of South Park. Oh my god. We're going to hell. We're going to hell. Off the off the air. We're gonna be off the air. All right. Uh tight ends. Who did we say? Who? Who tight ends? Oh, well, I we're said Tommy Tremble. Tommy Tremble. You were talking yes. about Tommy Tremble. Yeah. We were talking about big ball sacks. Um Gronk. Gronk revenge game. Lost. Yes. Lost in lost in all of the madness is, is the, the fact that it is also a Rob Gronkowski revenge game. Yeah. So Gronk, yep. That's a good good play. Again, we're gonna just I'm smash smashing the desk. There we go. There we go. I'm pounding my desk at this moment in time for the Washington football team. Logan Thomas, great play, great play. I think when we do uh, start of the weeks on the mailbag, I might just do the Washington football team as my start of the weeks. Heineke, Gibson, McLaurin, Thomas, and the Washington football team defense. Some too. 
Speaking of revenge games. Yeah. Jared Cook. Monday night. He's got that Monday night date with the with the Raiders. Yes. Yes, he does. The Jared Cook revenge game. The Jared Cook revenge game. Most certainly. And Adam, we forgot. I just want to point this out because we made a fatal error. We mm-hmm. forgot probably the most obscure revenge game of all time this year. Didn't even talk about it once. What is it? The Darren Waller revenge game. I thought we did talk about that. I, I don't Baltimore? think we did. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a revenge game. I don't think we talked about it. I don't think we mentioned it. I don't think we did. Maybe we mentioned it off air. I, I do remember talking about it with you. Oh, okay. So maybe we did. Maybe we did. My memory just sucks, which is quite possible. Yes, Darren Waller did have a revenge game earlier this year because he was I mean, on the Ravens practice squad. That is lovely. That is lovely that we talked about it. Um, fades for me at the tight end position. Kyle Pitts, sit his ass. Until proven otherwise. Cut him. Just cut him. Kyle Pitts is still owned in 97% of fantasy leagues. He should be owned in 96% less fantasy leagues. Fuck him. There we go. Wow. You gave me all this shit for talking about Bobby Petrino, who actually did horrible things, who has proven to do horrible things, but Kyle Pitts has done nothing to you. And he has not hurt anybody, as far as I know. Oh, he's hurt my wall on multiple occasions. Okay. Multiple occasions. Better? Now now, now we have rationale. No, it's no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Um, all right, so you want, to, you want to preview Thursday? Yes. All right, let's do it. Oh, this game's going to be shit. I have the Bengals. I, I mean, I'm starting the Bengals defense because it's Jacksonville. Oh, I hope. I hope that worked for you. I also hope it works for me. I really hope that works for you. I mean, oh, you know who who isn't playing for Jacksonville? You know how I mentioned Trey Herndon? Yeah. Who's on their team? He's not playing. He's out. He's been ruled out for Thursday. Oh, Oh, okay. That's good. Start all of your Bengals receivers. Just start all of your Bengals, please. Uh, I really don't want to start Tyler Boyd. Fuck. Just do it. Maybe not T. Higgins. But Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. If Higgins doesn't play, I will be very comfortable starting Tyler Boyd. Very comfortable. I mean. Praying. Praying to the Lord that T. Higgins doesn't play. As Tuesday, you know, on Tuesday, he did not practice. Good. On Tuesday. Fantastic. I mean, obviously not for for T. We, we, I was about to say, I'm like, we what wish- are you doing? We wish T well. We we, we do. Wish are human. Well. Be- they are human beings. But for the sake for the sake of my uh, fantasy teams, for the sake of my one keeper team that I am trying to push to two and two by the grace of God, uh, we want T Higgins to be out. So a Tyler Boyd can uh, can start. But it, to me, to me, this Thursday game just feels like a Joe Mixon game. It really does. It just screams Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon. T Higgins as a family. What if he, what if T Higgins listened to this podcast and was like, man, bird is happy that I'm injured. Fuck him. T if you're listening to this podcast, I apologize. Well, honestly, he shouldn't listen. He really well, should. He probably, be. he probably turned off by now. He probably turned it off when we said that 
he shouldn't be drafted over Amari Cooper throughout the entire True. summer. Fair point. Fair point. You make a fair point, Adam. I That's do. Very, very, very good call. Um, you want to do starter meter and then get on out of here? Well, I mean, we kind of did it for the Bengals, didn't we? Joe Burrow, seven. Joe Mixon, 10. Jamar Chase, nine. Tyler Boyd, seven. CJ Uzama, negative five million. The defense is a five. Trevor Lawrence is a two. James Robinson is a seven. DJ Chark is a five. Marvin Jones is a seven. LaVisca Chenault is a three. I don't know who the tight end for uh, the Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold. They just traded for Dan Arnold. Correct. A hundred percent true. Dan Arnold won. There you go. There's, there's your starter meter. There you go. What about Jacksonville's defense? Negative uh, 45 million. Skull Bengals. Run Cincinnati. Run Cincinnati. Who day? Who day? Who day? Who day? The surprisingly two and one Bengals. The, yes. The shockingly. The AFC North lead, well, tied for first in the AFC North Bengals. Correct. But they're up based on conference winning percentage? Yes. 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 Hey, who day? Who day? Who day? Who day Uh, say they won't beat the Bengals? One more thing before you you wrap up and uh, when we get on out of here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Friday? Yes. I am seeing Many Saints of Newark. In the theater? No, HBO Max. Oh. HBO Max, I'll be watching it in the comfort of my own home. I cannot wait to see that movie. On Monday, on Monday, I'll give a full report of how it was. I won't say any spoilers. Okay. I wonder how I'm, I might watch it on Sunday then. So we can talk about it together. Yes. Yeah. If if you can, or I'll, or I'll save the review till Tuesday. I I mean, I have HBO Max. I can just do it. It's just, it's just a matter of you finding the time. Yes. Which is fair, which is very, very, very fair. Because I'm going to be traveling over the weekend yes safe safe travels thank you safe travels and uh i will we will see you all on uh on monday yes thank you for listening to this episode of the basement talk podcast fantasy show you can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts for my co-host ed birdsall i'm adam caster and we'll talk to you next time bye